You are listening to Power Talk with Dr. Norman Thomas, sponsored by New Life Church International, a church for all nations. God, that's on the inside of me. So why would I say that? So, so we're going to practice, is what I'm saying, the governance of our words so that we can make up our minds. We are going to affirm what we have learned and what we know about the will of God for our lives with our words. We're going to take all that God has spoken to us. We're going to take all that God has shown us, and we're going to affirm it with our words. And the best thing to do is to take what he has said and just say it back. And you affirm God's will over over his plans and purposes for you. When you are yielded to God's guidance, the Lord will reveal to you words that you should never speak again from your mouth. In Psalms 141 and 3, it says, help me to guard my words whenever I say something. You see, once you get into this and once you really begin to practice this, one of the first things that you will discover is a consciousness that arises within you of your words that you're saying. You'll automatically begin to hear yourself talk. You'll be amazed how many people don't hear themselves talk. They just talk. They don't hear themselves. If they heard themselves, they wouldn't say some of the things that they say. But when you, when you practice this, that's one of the things that happens. You begin to hear yourself talk and your spirit man begins to grab hold of some of these things and begin to kick some of these things back. It says, now, why did you say that? You say, okay, right. I'll never say that again. You know, why would you say you're broke? Why would you say that? Why would you say that? Yeah, there's, no, there's no reason to say that. That it serves absolutely no purpose, right? So why would you say that? <clears throat> there's so many other things you can say besides that, okay? Not, I can't have that because I'm broke. No, how about, you know, I'm working my way to that. I'm, work, I'm working my way up to, to possessing that particular thing, whatever it is. I don't know what it is for you, but whatever it is, you don't have to cancel it in your life just because you declare yourself broke. You're going to be broke forever? So don't, why would you say that? So speak life. I'm, I'm, I'm increasing daily. I'm, I'm increasing more and more. God is my shepherd, I shall not want. You follow me? There's so many other things, and the word is full of it. It's full of these things that you can say. And then you must remember that this thing, this whole thing about your words and affirming with your words and speaking right, it's a spiritual matter. It's not a natural matter. It's not, it's not logical. It's not, this is not psychology that I'm talking. This is not, you know... Um, this is a spiritual matter. Now, you, you can experience what we call behavior modification. In other words, you can modify your behavior uh, for a period of time, but you know, there's enough pressure out there to, to break that, that, that behavioral will. You know, there are some things that can happen in your life that will just break down that behavior modification that you've been working on. Behavior modification is good, <clears throat> but it alone cannot take you where we're talking to you about tonight. 
We're talking about sustainable, sustainable success, sustainable peace in your mind, sustainable, not, not having to go back and work it up again, to have the peace of God tonight and forever, that you'll never have to revisit that fear again. You, that, that thing is over. It's not coming back. It's over with. We're talking about sustainable, uh, sustainable provision. We're talking about sustainable joy that, that you've decided, you've desired, and, and you've agreed with God, and you've confirmed with the peace of God that you'll never be depressed another day in your life. That's just it. I'm done with that over with. I'll never experience depression ever again. Now that doesn't mean depression won't come knocking. It just means that you got enough spiritual audacity to not allow depression to come in anymore. You have learned your rights and you know what is rightfully yours and the peace and the joy of God is rightfully yours and you've just decided that you'll take it. And you won't take depression ever, ever, ever again. I decided that many, many years ago. Many years ago. And I have not been depressed since. That doesn't mean depression hadn't tried to come. But I just tell it, you don't, you don't come here. <laughs> what are you doing knocking on this door? Get up out of here. I have the peace of God. I have the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I have the peace that Jesus gave me. Not as the world gave me. Sustainable peace I have. In Jesus' name, it protects and guards my mind in Christ Jesus. All right? Now, so Matthew chapter 15, 11, now this is really uh, the, the chapter, uh, probably verse 9 and 10 is good too, but we're just going to look at 11. Uh, it says, it is not what goes in the mouth of a man that makes him unclean and defiled. But it's what comes out of the mouth that makes a man unclean and defiles him. Now, here we had the disciples always bringing Jesus into question about something he taught, you know, bumping it up against religious ideas and, you know, the law of Moses and everything. They were always trying to find a way to trip him up, to accuse him of blasphemy, to take him to court, to shut his ministry down, to shut him up so that they could fill their temples up again because Jesus was emptying out the temples. Okay, people were not going to the temple. They were going to Jesus. And Jesus was meeting in the mountains and on the seashore, and that's where people were going, and they just were having a fit over it. And they did everything they could to shut him down. And so they would be in the crowd. When Jesus would teach, they would be like hiding out in the crowd and and asking a question as though they were sincerely seeking wisdom, which they were not. But anyway, that was the case here. And Jesus responded, and he says, it's not what goes into the mouth of a man that makes him unclean, ceremonially unclean, or defiled, but it's what comes out of the mouth that makes this man unclean and defiled. What was Jesus talking about? What comes out of the mouth? Words, words, and, and, and he says, and from the abundance of the mouth, the heart speaks. So the heart really is what he's talking about. The word is like an instrument. It's like a man taking or a woman taking a saxophone and blowing through it. It's that 
that, that saxophone would be the mouth, but the breath from the individual would be the heart. It's, it, that's where the source is coming from. And so your heart is that source, and your mouth is just the instrument that facilitates the sound and the, the articulation of the words that are necessary to carry those, those ideas out. But it's, it's the heart. And, and what's in your heart is a result of what you've been meditating, what you've been listening to, what you've been watching, your observation, your, you know, your training, you know, what are you exposing yourself to, the ideas, the culture, the values uh, that are around you, your everyday environment. That's what's in your heart. And so you speak that. So anyway, it says here, let me read my notes. R right speaking is an indication that you are growing and maturing in your spiritual walk. Spiritual walk. See, you can literally change the design of your life. You can do that. You can do that. You can change the design of your life. Now, I'm not talking again uh, psychologically. I'm talking spiritually. And, and, and there are people that attempt to do this and have some measure of success in it psychologically, but spiritually is sustainable. Spiritually is sustainable. It's, it's, it's going to last. You can get it and keep it. You can get joy and keep joy for the rest of your days. You can get his peace and keep his peace for the rest of your life. Never have to worry about it again. But it's not like you just relax and chill out. You stay on the process that brought you that peace and that becomes a practice and it becomes a way of life. Growth is when you endeavor to please God with your words and with the words of your mouth, agreeing with him about everything. That is the only result, that is only the result of proper meditation. So our goal is, so why do we do this? Why do we speak right? We speak right to have right. We speak right to live right. We speak right to experience right. You speak wrong, you're going to experience wrong. You're going to have wrong, wrong things, wrong people, wrong places will come into your life. But when you speak right, right things, right places, and right people will show up in your life. So when we do this, that pleases God. It brings pleasure to him. For you to agree with his purpose and plans for you and then speak it and manifest it. The Bible says in Psalms 19 and 14, let the words of my, this is David's, King David speaking, let the words of my mouth, let the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my firm, impenetrable rock and my Redeemer. We're able to avoid so much trouble in life. We're able to avoid wrong direction in life when we develop spiritually and say the right things. You know, I believe, I believe that you can even experience a little trouble in your behavior, but if you will not acknowledge it with your words, you can steer your behavior to a better place. But if you acknowledge it with your words, you're affirming that behavior and you're adding fuel, you're empowering it to thrive. This is why 
you know, I, I delight in Christian gatherings of, of uh, when brothers and sisters, believers in Christ who have struggled with addiction, when they come together and they don't say, my name is, is, is Josh and, and I'm an addict. Okay, I understand the concept behind that, but listen for just a second. If I keep calling myself an addict, what am I going to be an addict? And they believe, those that say that, that you are an addict for the rest of your life. What does an addict do? An addict remains addicted. Is that what you want? Well, if it's not what you want, then it should not be what you say. You should change your words. How about, my name is Josh, and I am an overcomer. That's what God said. That's what God said about you in his word. He did, never called you an addict. He has called you an overcomer. He has called you a victor. I'm encouraging you today. Say what God says. Don't say what a man said. Say what God said. Because the Bible says that God is not a man that he should lie. He's God. And he will tell you the truth. And he will teach you how to live life in such a way as to come up and out of any and everything that's holding you back. You were not created to be held back. You were created to push through, to thrive, to excel. Do that in the name of Jesus. Thank you for joining me tonight for Power Talk. And until next time, this is Dr. Norman Thomas saying, keep walking by faith. For more inspiration, visit our YouTube channel at Dr. Norman Thomas.